There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, if you do I. Welcome to the Power Chord Hour Podcast, Episode 72, and your July 2021 Rundown. Hope you're doing well out there. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you with another episode of the pod. And uh, hopefully you've been enjoying the show this month. I know I've been enjoying uh, doing it. And uh, I'm recording this uh, probably, I don't know, maybe like a week before you, uh, nah, maybe a little less than a week before you hear it. But uh, I'm getting ready to uh, go on a trip to Denver, and uh, I've, I've been running around like crazy. Uh, I mean, part of part, – really, it's become this way the last five years since I've started doing the radio show. And then with the podcast, it's like a whole nother monster. But, like, any time I, I go out of town or travel, and, uh, you know, before COVID, traveling, I love to travel. So, I mean, I was doing a lot of that now, now that we can again, um, you know. I definitely want to get back out there, so I'm going to Denver and also looking. I may I may uh, end up moving there. I'm uh, up between that and Portland right now, and uh, I don't know if you got any opinions on that. If you live in either place, let me know what uh, what you think, and also where the cheap places are. All I need is a cheap ass studio apartment somewhere, and uh, I ain't picky. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go do that. I mean, I'm gonna have fun on the way, but it's all it's kind of like a I always do that. It's kind of like a, a business and pleasure, you know. I'm gonna go to Denver. Maybe I'll find a place. Maybe I'll find a job. But also, I'm gonna drive Route 66 and uh, go hang out with a buddy in Columbus and going out with some friends in Chicago, like Mr. Kyle Steven, who uh, you've heard on this show a lot. And uh, my first show back, Archers a Loaf, which uh, by the time you've heard this. I would have, uh, it was the 24th, so this comes out the 26th, so two days ago, I uh, saw my first show since uh, October 30th of 2019, seeing the Menzingers at the State uh, Theater, or no, I'm sorry, not the State Theater, the Varsity Theater in uh, Minneapolis, and uh, yeah, my first show back, uh, it will be July 24th, 2021, that is a long time for me to not go to a show. I am someone who, I mean, I am I am always at concerts. I mean, constantly for, uh, I mean, forever. I mean, I was even going to say since I've had a car, but even before that, I was still at shows like tons. And I, I ever since getting a car, it has not slowed down like the last, you know, decade. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm assuming it was good. Um, it's weird to talk about. It's weird. I'm talking about a show right now that hasn't happened yet, but I'm talking about it in past tense because it's happened by the time you hear this. You know, this is kind of the fucked up thing about uh, podcasts. And, uh, and you know, but hey, what are you going to do? I, I wanted to make sure we had some episodes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you go check out, you know, it was a good time to, you know, because I love uh, plugging shit. Uh, you know, it's a good time to say you should probably go check out the Power Chord Hour social media because I'm sure I posted pictures and video and stuff. Like I'm, I'm sure on our Instagram and Facebook and shit. I might have even did like a Facebook live for a minute. Um, so go check that out. I mean, if you want to, if you want to find out, and I'm sure I'll talk about it on a future pod. But uh, that makes me very excited to think. And it, it, it's very weird though too because. It's gotten, it's been so long that while I'm excited for a show, it got to a point of. I don't know if I'm just cynical and like part of me was like, ah, oh, I'm just never going to go to another fucking show in my life or what. But like eventually somewhere, it's not that I stopped caring, but I was just more accepting of it. You know what I mean? I think I, I think accepting is a better way. It's not, it's that, it's not that I stopped caring. It's that I kind of accepted, okay, shows aren't going on and I don't know when they're coming back. So I was just kind of like, okay with that. And uh, now it just kind of feels surreal to be like, oh man, and going to Chicago too. I'm in Chicago since uh, moving back from uh, Minneapolis. I hung out with some buddies there on my uh, 27th birthday and uh, I haven't been back since. So, I mean, to like go back there to go to a show, you know, and it's great to go. I'm going to go see a bunch of friends on my trip and uh, that I haven't seen in a long time. So that's very cool. And uh, my first stop it's, I'm going to, I'm going to be leaving here um, or I have already left again. It's that weird ass talking about something that hasn't happened yet, but talking in a past tense. But uh, my first stop before going to see Archers of Loaf, the day before that, I'm going to stop in Columbus and uh, see my buddy Dave, who uh, has been on here before. He uh, runs 19 Cent Zine, which is pretty cool. You should go check them out. They're on uh, they're on Facebook and I think Instagram. I don't know if they're on Twitter, but uh, he ran a zine back in the day, and now he kind of does it digitally. 
but uh, David's a really good dude. I uh, met a few years ago and uh, have seen the Descendants with a few times, and he's kind of my Descendants buddy. But uh, we're gonna go out to. I'm not a big. I'm not. Well, not. I was gonna say I'm not a big skateboarder. I don't fucking skateboard at all. I mean, I, I love the music that uh, and culture and stuff that goes along with it, obviously. But uh, I can't skateboard to save my fucking life. But we are gonna go to uh, Skatopia, which I'd never heard of before. But that looks fucking crazy. And uh, again, it, it's already happened uh, by the time you hear this. But hopefully, I got to burn shit and uh, party, and maybe I didn't sleep. You know, maybe we went there because I know we're going camping. But uh, maybe I just didn't sleep at all. But uh, yeah, that, that's gonna be the fun before that, and also. I'll tell you what, I don't skateboard, but I fucking know about the Mothman and wanted to go to a Point Pleasant, West Virginia for a long time, and uh, Dave got me stoked because a few days ago he texts me and he's like, like, oh, have you ever heard of the Mothman? I'm like, fuck yeah, and he told me the play, you know, Point Pleasant, like, because this place is in Ohio, Skatopia is in Ohio, but it's like right on the border, and uh, right, it's like 20 minutes away, I guess, uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where all the Mothman sightings were. So I want to go see the statue and the museum and all that. I love that kind of stuff. So uh, more like kitschy. I don't like not uh, not like paranormal. I know some people like go out like ghost hunting and like shit like that, or or would go there and think they're gonna see the Mothman. I just want to go see the museum. I don't think I'm gonna really see that motherfucker. Uh, I mean, maybe I will. But I doubt it, and uh, yeah, I, I like that kind of kitschy, fun stuff. Go uh, see the, go take some uh, selfies at the at the statue and everything, and then go have some fun at Skatopia. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a wild weekend. We're we're doing that overnight, and then I'm gonna have to drive him back to Columbus on the way to Chicago, and basically get to Chicago and run right to uh, I think it's a subterranean that uh archers a low for playing at and i'm excited for that i'm really stoked for that see uh i have quite a few buddies in chicago so i i have uh i'm gonna be there for a couple days and i'm probably there now as you're listening to this i probably am in chicago because i'm probably staying there at least till like monday evening so uh yeah hang out hang out with some friends and then route 66 taking that down to uh oklahoma which is definitely out of the way to go to denver but i love route 66 and i want to go do that shit because again i haven't gotten to do it in a really really long time so i'm very excited and uh yeah so anyways getting way back earlier what i was talking about uh you know i've, I've been recording a bunch of uh doing uh guests and uh, just recording a bunch of podcasts and uh, radio shows. And it is. I mean, ever since I started doing the radio show five years ago, uh, when I travel, you know, I try to I try to pre-record them and do that. And, and it is time-consuming, but uh, doing the podcast as well is like a whole other monster. Because, like, with the radio show, I can kind of be like, you know, if, if I know that I have to pre-record them for the future – it's like I, you know, I, I can play, I can get really heavy on the music. You know, I, I still talk about stuff, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to be talking about music news and stuff like that because I'm recording it, you know, uh, you know, three weeks in advance. But uh, yeah, doing the podcast and stuff too, it's like, man, that, that, my, I, it's so, I get so flustered. Like I was in, I was in, uh, I'm recording this at home right now. Last night, I was recording a bunch of shit at the WRFA studios. I kind of jumped back and forth, but I was there till like three in the morning and just like, I had like six CDRs and I had a bunch of, I have like notes and all this shit. And like, I was getting so jumbled as to what I was doing. I'm like, okay, did I get this podcast done? Okay. I got the podcast done for the week, the first week of August, but I didn't get the first week of August radio show done. Like you're just juggling it. And, uh, I don't think I fucked up too bad. Uh, hopefully I did it, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I've been running around crazy with that, and uh, I am happy though. I had I had quite a few guests come through at the very end. I had three guests in like a sixteen hour uh, window over the uh, weekend, and uh, you've heard one last week, Richie Ramone, the absolute legend, Richie Ramone, which was just uh, so fucking awesome. I mean, uh, definitely go back and check that out if you haven't. A living legend, and uh, you know, just like when I had C.J. Ramone on a few years ago, it's like it it just. The whole time I'm like, it's like, you know, you're, you're in the Ramones, like you are a Ramon and it's like, you're one of the last living ones, you know, like me and me and Richie talked about animal boy for its 35th anniversary. Richie's the last living Ramon who played on that record. You know, it's like, you think about that stuff and it's just crazy because it's like, you know, and hopefully he's around for, you know, a lot longer. Same with CJ and Marky, you know, hopefully the three of them stick around for a while, but it's like, still, you know, you're just like, you know, these guys won't be around forever. And, uh, you know, it's an absolute honor to talk to them. 
and uh, also cool when they're doing a lot of stuff. I also like that. You know, I like talking. A lot of times I'll do those like anniversary episodes, and it's cool to get nostalgic, but I also like to try to be like, oh, like, what are you doing these days? You know, and kind of highlight what they're still working on. And uh, I always like it because sometimes you get people who aren't working on a lot right now. You know, it might just be at the moment, too. But, like, Richie, like, he's fucking ready. Like, you know, as things are starting to kind of die down with COVID, he's ready to tour, do movies. He's ready to fucking, you know, write more music, release more music. Like, he's staying busy, which uh, is awesome. It's awesome to see him do so much. And, uh, you know, he was inactive for a while and uh, to see him come back so strong and, uh, you know, last few years just doing so much, it uh, it's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I was happy to talk to him. So if you haven't checked that out, go check that out. But, uh, yeah, that, that like, 16-hour window, I did an interview, which you will hear next week, with uh, Mr. Mike Hollins of uh, TDR Records. And uh, speaking of Chicago, a Chicago indie record label, one of my favorite record labels in the world. And uh, I talked to him for like an hour and then got off the phone with him. I had like a five minute break, drank some water and uh, got on the phone with Richie. And uh, yeah, and that, that was really cool. But it, it was also my screw up because when I had Richie on, I messed up what time it was going to be. So I had Mike on, but I didn't realize I was going to have another interview in an hour, which I mean, you know, it was doable. We did it. It was fine. But, uh, you know, me and Mike could have talked probably for hours. So it's like, you know, I, I wish I would have, uh, kind of thought of the times a little better so we would have had more time to to uh talk but uh that episode's still really good i i think you uh i think everyone listening i think you'll enjoy it that'll be out next week just talking about running you know like i like talking to musicians but like i also i really to be honest i think my favorites are producers and like people who run like record labels because i love because they have kind of stories about everyone you know they don't just have a story about their band it's like when I talked to Gordon Raphael earlier this year it's like he it's not it's like if I just talked to one of the dudes in the strokes about recording that record you know is this it they just have stories about the strokes and being in the strokes whereas Gordon has those stroke stories but he also has stories from hundreds of other bands you know working with like Regina Spector and stuff like that like you know so I I think those guys are really interesting to talk to and uh, Mike was really cool because just talking about like the aspects of running a label and like everything from like what it's like, you know, pressing records and cassettes and CDs, like the difference and all that. And, uh, you know, it was just really fun. And it was really, you know, it was kind of eclectic too. the interviews, the uh, third one, I'll say, and uh, one you won't hear for like two weeks. I feel like it's it feels so long from now for feels so far from now, but it'll be like the second week of August. But uh, Jamie Wolford of, uh, I mean, the stereo, Animal Chin, Let Go, and also an acclaimed music producer. And, you know, I mean, we talked we talked a ton. I mean, I talked to him the longest of the three of them, and uh, he was awesome. I mean, he will definitely be back on. And there's some really cool, if you're a fan of his music, he dropped some really cool knowledge on, uh, on this podcast, which I was very excited about. But, uh, you know, it was cool because I liked... I like talking music with him, but also he's, you know, he loves making music and being a producer and he loves it. Like when I say that, like he genuinely still loves it. He's not jaded. He seems, he seems like the way he told me, like he could remember why he started recording music and making music and why he loved it and stuff. You could tell he still had that same enthusiasm, which I absolutely love. He has not lost that glimmer. You know, and I love talking to people like that. And it, it was absolutely awesome. So it was cool. You know, I got to talk to a, you know, a record label owner. I got to talk to a legendary punk rock drummer, you know, the drummer of one of, I mean, the most influential bands of all time, one of the very first punk rock bands. And uh, I also got to talk to a music producer slash musician, you know, and, and one who really, I mean, the Stereos 300 is one of my favorite Fueled by Ramen releases in my top three. And uh, I, I think it should have, they, they should have been as big as like Fallout Boy. You know, they definitely deserved it. They were uh, so amazing. And uh, Jamie can write a song and he can also produce a record. So it was awesome too, because he was, he was into it. Sometimes you'll talk to people and they're hesitant because I like to get, really in depth with that stuff. Like I like if I have a producer musician on, like I want to talk about things that like very specific. Like what kind of mic they used to like record their vocals on this song or what amp did this bass player use. Like I like doing that. 
And, uh, you know, he indulged me with it. He wasn't sure at first. He's like, you know, do you really want me to get this in depth or like this, like this specific? And I'm like, yes, do it. And it's like, you know, he got into like how he plays all the way down to like how he plays an E chord, the way that he plays it differently. And like just really interesting stuff. And I love, I love that kind of stuff. If you're into that, um, that'll be coming out soon and that'll be uh, really exciting. I I'm excited to get that out. And, uh, yeah, so it was a really good weekend. I mean, I stayed so busy cause you, you know, I'm writing questions for three interviews. I'm recording the three interviews and I got to edit the three interviews and I got to put them together. And then not only am I putting it on a podcast, I'm also playing on a radio show. And then, you know, the radio show with the podcast, I can kind of go as long or as short as I want, you know, like this one right now, like the July rundown, I can just do the, I mean, you know, I can just say, fuck it and be done whenever, you know, I could, I could make this thing 20 minutes if I wanted to. Whereas with the radio show, it's a two hour block. So it's like, you know, if I do an hour interview, now I got, you know, now I have a whole interview uh, hour left to, uh, you know, make some content and, uh, I shouldn't, I, that sounds so fucking cheesy. Make some content. I'm a content creator guys. Uh, you know, but like, you know, make a playlist, talk about some stuff. Like I got to think about what I'm going to do for the second hour. And, uh, yeah. So like by the time I'm done, it's like, God damn, like it's all weekend, you know, and then on top of that, like promoting the stuff on social media. And then I had the radio show Friday night. So I'm, you know, I'm promoting that. And then we do the playlist on Saturday. So Saturday morning, I'm also promoting, promoting that while I'm getting questions ready. And, uh, yeah. So the weekend was like, it was all power cord hour, not even all weekend. The past like five days has been all power cord hour and I'm not complaining. I mean, I love doing the show and I want to make sure that uh, we have episodes for you while I'm gone. I don't want to leave you because I'm not sure how, how long I'll be gone either. That's a fairly long trip. I'm thinking two to three weeks. So I wanted to make sure I had enough where, uh, you know, like we can at least have episodes for most of the time, you know, even, even if there's like a week where there's none, you know, at least it, at least it fills uh, most of it. But yeah, that's really rad. I mean, you've heard the Richie one, but coming up, you will definitely hear that uh, the uh, Mike Collins and Jamie Wolford interviews, and uh, they were awesome. I loved them. Another really fun one this month. We kicked off the uh, month of July with the Joey Cobra episode, the top five Fat Records releases, and uh, that was rad too. You know, because again, I do phoners. I'm in Jamestown. We don't really get a lot of bands down here, and uh, it was really nice to have Joey in studio, a local Jamestown musician, and uh, talk about Fat Records. And and it was awesome too because our lists were like they were different enough so it's not like it was like oh we just had the same exact list but we both love the same bands where it's like oh we could both geek out you know what I mean like even though I I well I won't I won't I was gonna spill I won't spill the beans on like what what was on our list but uh you know like even things that weren't on mine that were on his I got stoked and then vice versa he got excited for the stuff on mine even if it wasn't on his. So, uh, yeah, it, it was such a good time. I loved talking to him, and uh, it was the third time on the show. We definitely got to have him back. And, uh, you know, kind of kind of connected to him, too. It's funny. I was talking to uh, Dave, my the 19-cent zine, my buddy from uh, 19-cent zine. And he has been on the podcast, too. If you ever want to go listen to that, it was, like, early early on. We did it over Instagram Live, but we just did, like, a music, a music chat. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm bringing equipment with me on my trip, so... I'm hoping to record a few uh, interviews while I'm out. Uh, I'm talking to a few people, and I think it'll probably happen. And uh, I, one I would love to do, I'm still – Zach lives in Springfield, Illinois, and uh, Kyle lives outside of Chicago, and I'm really trying to get Zach to meet us up there because I'm going to be driving by Zach, so I'll probably be hanging with him too. But, uh, you know, our uh, the bad boys of Illinois, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I mean, our the, our resident pop punk experts, Zach and Kyle, on this here show, I mean, all our top five, really, I mean, I felt like I was cheating on them doing this top five with Joey Cobra this month. But, you know, our, our normal guys to come in here and anything pop punk, I, uh, you know, I always jump to Zach and Kyle. So I'm trying to get that going in person because I've never, me and Zach have hung out in person. I've never hung out in person with Kyle and uh, I've wanted to for years. I I mean, to the point of like, I remember like five years ago going to Chicago for the first time and uh, me and the friends I was hanging out with when I was there, we're all like kind of fucking around with them on Twitter. Like, like get your ass to the city, dude. You know, so I'm excited. Hopefully hang with him and uh, Zach. I mean, I, I should be hanging with both of them, but I'm really trying to get the three of us together, um, mostly to hang out with. But it would be fun to do a podcast, but like that's not, I'm not going to be the asshole who like, 
I just go like, come on guys, let's do a pod. It's like, you know, if it happened, it'd be fun. But I just, I just want the three of us to hang out. So all that love you hear between us, uh, can be in the room together and it might cause an explosion. Honestly, all that, all that love in one room, that, that Holy Trinity might really fuck shit up. But, uh, you know, you'll, uh, you'll know, just read, just read in the news. You'll, uh, you'll hear some shit went down in Illinois the day uh the, the three of us got together but yeah I have, I have some excited ones dave i'll probably do one with but uh you know getting back to that i know i'm the king of getting sidetracked but you know with uh dave i've been talking to him and uh it, it's funny because i've thought about it for years it's kind of like the podcast like i you know i've been doing the podcast here now for a year and a half but i've been thinking of doing the podcast since like year two of the radio show, you know what I mean? Like since probably 2017, I kind of had that thought. I've had different things. Like I, when I worked at a top 40 station, they were cool with me doing the radio show, but you know, the, it was kind of like, you know, don't talk about it on it, you know, don't do a lot of like promoting it, you know, you can do it, but you know, don't, don't, it's kind of, it was, and I get it too. I mean, it's very different from a top 40 radio station, from what I do on the power cord hour, but you know, there was a while where it was kind of like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do the podcast. Cause you know, they may not be cool with it, but you know, as time went on, it was more of just laziness of like, Oh no, like I should just do this. And, uh, you know, it just took me forever and I wish I would have done it earlier, but I'm happy we're doing it now. You know, I love doing it, but for a long time, something I've thought about is like doing a show, like booking a show. And really I had that thought even before doing the radio show, like booking shows would be really rad including here in Jamestown, because we just don't get a lot of shows. There's not a lot of, we're also in a, we're in a weird position where we're not very far. We're in, we're in very close proximity to like Erie, Pennsylvania and Buffalo, New York and Cleveland, Ohio is like two and a half hours away. Pittsburgh's like three hours. Uh, Rochester's like two and a half. So, you know, with touring bands, it doesn't make sense to come here. We're too small. You know, when you have those places and we're in driving distance, I totally get why we don't get shows. But I've always, I would love to uh, book shows here. And we've had a few people throughout the years book some rad shows. I, I've seen a couple cool uh, shows here in the city, but like not a whole lot. And I, I've, I've loved the idea of doing like, you know, like a power court hour show. Not that, you know, like just do a, a show somewhere in town and just, you know, put on by the power cord hour or whatever and have like five or six bands that, uh, you know, that we play on the show, kind of friends of the show and, uh, and just do a show, you know, do a concert. And, uh, Dave brought it up the other day and I've been thinking about it for years, but you know, he kind of got it going again in my head. Like, you know, I would love to do that. It would be cool to just, just do a show, just do a one-off somewhere. I mean, I would have to find a venue around here. The other thought is doing it outside of Jamestown. Cause like, my thing is, and I would love, I mean, hit me up and let me know if it's something you'd go to, but I mean, like, like if you were like within, you know, like a two hour, you know, obviously if you're fucking in Iowa, I don't, I don't think you're uh, making, you know, I mean, you're more welcome to come, but I, I doubt, I doubt you're driving for that. But you know, like if you're, if you were in close enough proximity, like if you would drive to something like that, but like to do a show here and, uh, you know, just probably, you know, I, I, there's a couple obvious, like I was saying, bringing up Joey Cobra earlier, like something like that, like definitely try to have him on, uh, you know, there's a couple other Jamestown bands, uh, a couple of our friends in Buffalo and in Cleveland and in, uh, and in Pittsburgh. I mean, like, and see, that's the other thing though. He got my head flowing. We're really, it's not an issue. It's probably more of an issue of, I'm just wondering if people would be interested in it and then finding a venue. But as far as bands go, I thought of tons of great bands who we play on the show who uh, I love, who are all like, you know, I, I think are close enough where they could come do the show and, uh, and also maybe people who are fans of them would come down. But, uh, you know, that, and that is kind of the one nice thing about this area is we're not a huge city, but again, I'm so close to all these different cities. You know, like I said, like I just mentioned, like, yeah, we have Jamestown bands, but we also have, you know, they're not local, but they're close in, you know, Erie and Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Buffalo. So, you know, it's very rad. Like there's no real plans. It's really just on, on paper, but, uh, you know, I'd love it. If that sounds like something you would come to, like, let me know, hit me up. And I mean, you could also let me know artists too. Like, I mean, we would definitely keep it small. I mean, it's not, it's not like we would be doing like a bunch of national touring acts and I doubt I'll be getting, you know, I wouldn't be getting like huge fucking names. Like we'd be, we'd be keeping this nice and modest, but I mean, you know, if there's uh if there's bands and again, realistically, like, I mean, I, I can't fly out a band from California, including I've never booked a show before. So like my biggest thing is not making money. It's just not losing, you know, a shit ton of money. 
But uh, I love putting something like that on. So hit me up. And also, hit me up if you put on shows. Let me know how the fuck you put on a show. You know, maybe I'll just have to interview someone. That, that's that's why I love talking to Mike Hollins um, on the interview because it's like I, I've always been interested in record labels and how you run them. So it's like it was really fun to ask him a lot of those questions that I've just been curious about. You know, for years, it was like it was very easy to think questions to ask him because it's like, oh, I've been thinking of a lot of this for a really long time, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep thinking about it. I'll probably talk to Dave about it more when we're uh, hanging out at Skatopia. And if we meet Mothman, maybe uh, I'll ask him what he thinks about it. But, uh, yeah, and, and I hope I hope I do an episode with Dave while uh, we're together, you know. But uh, I don't know. I think, I'm sure we'll have a good time, but we'll be together for, like, 16 hours. So it'll be, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll have time in there. You'll find out because it will come out. If we do – I might start putting pods out. I mean, if I really do enough of them while I'm out there, I might start releasing them while I'm on the road. I might not wait till I get back home. But, uh, again, you'll find out about that because you will hear them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about all that. I'm excited about my trip, uh, you know, outside of Arch of the Loaf, uh, seeing Route 66. I also want to do some hiking. I'm going to do some uh, coming back. I'm going to do a detour up through Minneapolis, go visit some old friends, and then go hike up uh, Lake Superior on the North Shore in uh, Minnesota and then northern Michigan on the way back home. And uh, that's part of the North Country Trail up there. And I'm doing the uh, North Country Trail does a hike 100 miles in uh, in a year. And it's very easy too because I mean that I mean the thing the thing goes from uh, North Dakota to New York. And uh, it should be in Vermont, I think, soon. They're kind of working on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can do it anywhere. You can do it in little intervals. You know, like, I mean, I go, I there's there's a, a nice chunk of it, like, 30 minutes from where I live. And, like, I'll go, I'll go hike, like, five miles on that, like, multiple times. And that counts. And, you know, you just got to get to 100. You know, like, a certificate and a patch and stuff. But uh, I just get a kick out of that. And I've also done it in so many states. And I'm excited because once I do uh, uh, Michigan – I, I think I'm only missing like one more stand. Well, maybe one or two because North Dakota, I've never hiked it in, but, uh, just about all the other States I've at least done a part of the trail. So it'll be cool to not only do it, but also, uh, hopefully get to that 100. I'm, uh, I think I'm almost at 50. I've been slacking this year. Uh, last year I did that. I did it for just 50 miles for the Pennsylvania portion did it. And, uh, and that one I got like within a couple months, but this one is uh, taking longer. This one's cool though too, because it's not as Pennsylvania. You can do this anywhere where the North Country Trail is. But uh, yeah, you should you should check that out if you uh, enjoy hiking. I've never heard of it. And and going back to Dave, actually, he's uh, I'm stoked because Dave's been hiking and stuff a lot lately. And uh, he was just doing a part in Ohio that uh, is part of the North Country Trail. And I was telling him about it and getting him stoked. I'm like, oh yeah, you got to sign up. Like. You do a hundred miles, you get this and that. So, uh, yeah, that, that's another one. I don't know. Maybe if we have time, maybe me and him will do some of that. But, uh, yeah, I love that when I'm not, uh, I love, I love doing the show. And when I'm not doing that, I love, uh, hiking and traveling and I'm happy that I can start doing that again and going to shows. It'll be a nice mixture. This trip will be a really rad mixture of, uh, you know, like music and shit, but also like getting to go out in the middle of nowhere and hike which uh, I love doing because while I do enjoy cities and hanging out with people, I also like to go in the middle of fucking nowhere and see nobody too. Both of those, both of those are very nice. And uh, that is what I call a balance kids. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into, uh, I got some new music here for you from the month and I'll tell you some new releases of the month. The Pop Ravinas just put out Do the Creep, a brand new single from them. Justin Courtney Pierre with his second EP of the year, The Price of Salt EP, and I'll play something off that here in a minute. Really, really good. Dirty Shrines with Digital Ego, and that band does feature a few members of the band Elway. Andrew WK put out a new single, Everybody Sins. Hawthorne Heights put out a new single featuring Brendan Murphy called uh, Constant Dread. Greg Antista and the Lonely Streets, probably with my favorite uh, release of the month with Under the Neon Heat. Really, really good record. I'll play something off that in a second. That does feature also their uh, guitar player Frank Agnew, who uh, played in the Adolescence? He played in TSOL and a bunch of others, and everyone else in that band too. They're all like, like, 
like old old school like LA punk royalty. So a really good man. I'll play something here in a second. The Wallflowers with Exit Wounds. The Descendants with Ninth and Walnut. The Suburbs got a new one out, Poets Party. And uh, we got a new single from Our Buddies, which I'll play here for you right now. The uh, Golden Richards with their new single, Come On, Come On, the Makeout Song. So, uh, yeah, we got a few of those right now to play for you. We'll start with the new Golden Richards. So here it is, Come On, Come On, the Makeout Song, right here on the Power Chord Hour podcast.
for you right here on the July 2021 rundown of the Power Court Hour podcast. That was Justin Courtney Pierre with The Hunter off the Price of Salt EP. Really good. You want to go check that out as well as his uh, other EP put out earlier this year, An Anthropologist on Mars, 
both uh, really, really good stuff. I, I would say some of those songs, I mean, on those, as well as his uh, solo record they put out a few years ago, In the Drink, I mean, some of those songs are on par with uh, some of my favorite Motion City soundtrack stuff. So really good. Definitely go check it out. The new EP is uh, excellent. Before that, Greg Antista and the Lonely Streets with uh, One More Mistake off their new record, Under the Neon Heat. Really, really good stuff from uh, some old school punkers. And uh, opening up that block of music was a new one from Golden Richards with Come On, Come On, the Makeout Song. That is a brand new single. Go check that out. And uh, yeah, a couple new songs for you. Hopefully you enjoyed that and uh, lots of new music to go check out from the month. And uh, before we are all done here, I have a few uh, little pieces of music news. I thought this one was pretty uh, cool considering me and uh, Joey Cobra were talking all about Legwagon earlier uh, this month on our Top 5 Fat Records uh, episode. And we were talking about uh, Legwagon and uh, one of these records here, though it was not on either of our lists. We will talk about our love of it. But uh, Legwagon have announced this uh, really killer tour coming up later this year where they're going to be playing their classic records, Double Platinum, as well as Blaze, both in full. And uh, the tour is going to be running November and December and is going to be hitting the United States as well as Canada, hitting a bunch of places like uh, Buffalo, San Diego, Toronto, Cleveland, Chicago, Las Vegas, Vancouver, and a bunch more. And uh, if not only them playing two great records isn't enough, you got Red City Radio uh, supporting Legwagon on all dates. That is going to be a a really good time. Uh, Most shows, you do want to look, I I will say, most cities, they are playing both records and they do it in two nights. There are a few of those where, uh, but I will say it's kind of cool because they're playing in proximity so you could still go catch them if you want to see them. But, like, I know Buffalo gets one album and then, like, Cleveland gets one album where if you're in this area, you know, I uh, in, like, the Jamestown area where I do the show, you know, like, both of those are within driving distance from here, Cleveland and Buffalo. So it's, like, you could easily make both of those shows. You know, they're not in the same place both nights, but they're both within driving distance. So most of those shows... They're playing two-nighters, but there are a few where they're only playing one album, but most of them are in the vicinity where even if they're only playing one album in a city, you really could go drive to the other one if you really wanted to go see it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, and I like that I like that as well because those aren't, I don't feel like Double Platinum or Blaze would be the records that they went out and did uh, in full. Like if they're doing a tour, I you know, which I, and I like those records, but I don't think they're the ones that, uh, that I would, that I would first think of if they're doing a tour. So I think that's really cool. And, uh, you know, Red City Radio 2, a band that uh, are always great live, and uh, I loved their record from last year. So that would be very cool to catch that. I'm probably going to be – I probably will hit that uh, Buffalo and uh, Cleveland date. It's crazy. I was thinking, uh, unless I've missed a date, which, you know what, and maybe I have when I was away, they might have played Buffalo when I didn't live in the area – but uh, as far as I remember, last time they played Buffalo was when I saw them uh, back in 2014, the uh, night before Thanksgiving. They played up at the town ballroom uh, not too long after Hang came out and uh, were really good. And uh, yeah, so it's cool to see them coming back. And I'm excited for that. I think that tour is really cool. And uh, both those albums are great. And I really, Double Platinum, we talked about it with Joey, but like I think one of the cool things is Ken Stringfellow who uh, we've had on the show here, amazing, amazing musician from the Posies, from R.E.M., from Big Star, uh, has played in tons of different bands, and uh, he played guitar on that record, and I think it does show, like, I think for people who go, it kind of sounds different, or it has different chord progressions and stuff, and they kind of did, you know, like, Ken is an amazing musician, and I think they utilized him, like, I do think he wrote on that album, and I and it's like, he's not as he didn't go for the riffs. You know what I mean? Like he, he really, he comes from a different place in songwriting. And, uh, I think it shows on that record. I think his playing is very different too, which is something that, uh, you know, me and Joey talked about too. It's like, I think, uh, following that up with, let's talk about feelings, you know, his guitar playing as much as I like it on double platinum. I don't know how Ken would, uh, have, have worked on something like, let's talk about feelings. Maybe it wouldn't have sounded that way. You know, maybe, maybe if he was on that, it wanted a, you know, if uh, Chris Rest was, uh, you know, took over for him on there. And Chris Rest, I think, was perfect for what they were going for on Feelings. But, you know, it would it would be interesting to see what Ken sounded like on there. I would have loved to see them live with Ken, too. That would have been uh, 
really rad and also to see how he played like the older material but uh, yeah it's very cool a uh, another one you're talking about you know that one kind of pertaining to a, a episode earlier this month another one uh, Ramones related very cool but uh, thanks to a Italian punk rock festival uh, punk rock redun I believe it is uh, pronounced but uh, the first Ramones record has recently been shot into space making it I believe the very first punk rock record to uh, and I don't know I'm sure other records have but as far as punk rock goes I believe that's the first punk rock record to uh, go to space which is a uh, very cool Ramones bassist and former guest of the show uh, CJ Ramon announced it a few weeks ago on uh, Instagram to fans that uh, the album would be sent to space on July 17th so it happened a couple weeks back here at the uh, festival and the album was sent over 18 miles into space and went pretty damn far actually and uh, was then recovered afterwards and uh, so it did come back down it, it didn't like you know it's not like floating around the sun right now or anything like that it did uh you know it is back here on uh, on earth but uh, if you want to view pictures of that, it is pretty cool. Uh, it is up on the uh, Punk Rock Reduno's uh, Instagram page, so definitely go check that out. It is. I thought that was really cool. I got a kick out of that. You know, I love that they uh, that they did that. It, it's just so. It's just one of those things where it's like, it's it's just neat. You know, it's like it's neat. I know there's not a huge like reason to do it there's not even a huge payoff but it's like it's just kind of rad to be like yep we sent a ramones album to space i really i really got a kick out of that when i saw it so that is uh that is very cool i thought i would uh, share that including after uh talking to richie here a few weeks back which is uh, another an amazing honor and uh, so was talking to cj that was another really uh fucking good one that uh, was really really fun to do but uh one more piece of news here and a sad one i'm gonna leave you we're not leaving on a happy note. We're leaving on a sad... I'm going to leave you all a bunch of sad motherfuckers. But uh, if you're a title fight fan, I got some sad news. And uh, the mural that was created by artist John Slabby, who uh, also... I believe his last name's Slabby. I never know sometimes. You get, you get you like read things and you, you like don't know. And it's like I always feel like a dick if I'm like butchering a name. But like I believe that's it. But uh, yeah, he did, he did a bunch of work for... Uh, title fight he did i believe all their album artwork and uh he down in uh downtown wilkes bar he uh he did the mural that uh seen on title fights hyperview and uh it is being taken down it has been up there now for over six years and the album's been out for uh six years came out back in 2004 or 15 i mean and uh instantly recognizable if you uh see pictures of it i mean if you're familiar with uh hyperview the man's last record i you, you definitely re, uh recognize and go oh shit like yeah that's the that's definitely it and uh yeah it was really neat i would love to go see it in person but it is being taken down and uh you know just like everything else cool it is being taken down because the uh you know the city is removing it to make space for advertisements so uh yeah that that definitely sucks i would love to see that in person I don't know how much longer it's up. I don't I don't know. I mean, honestly, at this point it may even be gone, but you know, maybe check into it. I, I think it would be cool. If I was in the area, I would like to see that. When I went up a few uh last month when I went up to uh drove through Pennsylvania, I don't know. I might have been near Wilkes Bar. I actually think I might have been because I don't think it's too far from Scranton. And uh yeah, had I even thought about it, I would have I definitely would have made a trip over there to uh see that because that would have been really cool you know it, it's sad too because it's like it's another reminder i was thinking about it too like i was already kind of bummed because i'm like that sucks you know it's really neat that there's like this little landmark there that like people go to wilkes bar and go look at it and it's like you know like associated like title fight like hey, it's so cool and uh you know it just sucks that it's being taken down for advertisements you know that just it, it really sucks but it's also like a reminder it's like oh like title fight's broken up like their last record came out six years ago. Now, like the mural that was up is like being taken down. You know, it, it's a, I don't know. It's a bummer. It's a damn bummer. You know, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's sad. But uh, if you're in that area or anything, like I said, go check it out. It might still be up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely check that out before driving too far to go see it. But if it's up still, 
go see that bad boy because you ain't going to see it again. So go go uh, recreate the uh, Hyperview album art. And uh, that record, just very, very underrated. I know there there is definitely like a group of people who do enjoy that record. Like I'm not the only one who likes that album, but uh, it has just never gotten the love that it deserves. And uh, I still think it's great. You know, is it is it as good as Shed? Is it as good as Floral Green? I mean, no, but it's not on the same. It's not the same thing. So it's not even really like fair to compare it. You know, they did they did something uh, very very different. I think they also went. You know, they always kind of toyed around with some shoegaze. Uh, you know, you have things like Head in the Ceiling Fan and shit like that. But uh, you know, Hype Review. I think they really went all in with it and uh, I mean I thought it was good again it's like I I love the I love the classic stuff just like everyone else but uh Hyperview definitely should get more love than it really does because that is a great record and uh, I wish there's a way to preserve the uh, Hyperview mural because uh that would rule but yeah sadly never got to see it in person but uh I wanted I wanted to uh I was sad about it and I want to make all of you sad about it as well so that is what we close on for our uh, July 2021 rundown of the Power Chord Hour podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. You know, like I mentioned earlier, I have some really cool interviews coming up for you. Got Mike Collins from uh, TDR Records coming up next week, and uh, that'll be really fun. And then the following week, we've got Jamie Wolford for you. So uh, lots of cool stuff coming up. Make sure you stay connected with the show at Power Chord Hour. That is our uh, Instagram handle, our Twitter handle. And Facebook handle, go give us a follow. Uh, you can find the show on Spotify. I put playlists every week from the radio show. And you can also find the podcast there. You might be listening to it there right now. And uh, also the radio show, we got new episodes. If you need more Power Chord Hour, new episodes every Friday night, 10 Eastern to midnight on 107.9 WRFA in Jamestown, New York. You can stream. Uh, you can stream the station on the website wrfalp.com so you can listen every Friday night no matter where you're at anywhere in the world tune in to the uh, radio show and uh, yeah wherever you're listening to this subscribe to the podcast if you would rate and review us that helps a lot and I would really appreciate it and uh, hit me up powercordhour at gmail.com I got powercordhour stickers would love to send you some if you just want to talk music uh, you know whatever if you listen to the radio show I do take song requests you want to send me some song requests, any of that, hit me up there, powercordhour at gmail.com. But that is going to be it. We'll be back with a guest for you next week, Mr. Mike Collins. Uh, a long time coming, someone who uh, I should have had on so much earlier than uh, I did. But hey, better late than never. So uh, yeah, but until then, for the Power Chord Hour, I'm Anthony Merchant. Thanks for listening. <laughs>